1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
0: I am looking forward to our next guest because he always rocks it when he's on with us. Former agent and front office executive for the Packers, working for Sports Illustrated. He's Andrew Brandt. He's on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Hi, Andrew. How are you? How are you doing, Andrew?
2: Hey, guys. How are we doing? It's a busy time for those of us. don't really work on the game side of football. It's the business side of football. It really kicks into gear now. And my background, as you mentioned, I was an agent. I was the uh, financial director for the Packers for many years and now doing media analysis of the business side. It's much busier after the season than it is during the season. It's counterintuitive because people think, you know, it's all about the games, but the games are kind of secondary to uh, what we do.
0: Yeah, it's uh, this is really behind the curtain stuff, right? I mean, this is the best time of the year if you're well, I, I don't know if it's the best time how stressful is it when you're sitting in that chair right now and you're trying to figure out cap stuff and you're trying to figure out your roster and how do I keep my own guys and how do I go out and get other guys? I you know, the more I think about it, I'm I'm stressed out for you for what you had to go through.
2: Well, I think that you know, people understand football operations with the coaching side. That's pretty easy to understand. The scouting side and the cap management side is all about the off season. And when the season starts in September, pretty much scouting and cap management are on to the next year. So like last September, everyone was on to 2024, except for coaches. Um, This is the time of year you build, you architect, you make sure that your team is assembled the way you want it for 2024. And it sort of never dawns on people that this all has to happen early. Like on the scouting side, those guys have been grinding since mid-January, like putting the board together. That happens January and February. And then, with the combine and pro days, there'll be a little bit of a tweak, but not much. Pretty much everything's about the same. And then on the cap management side, like you said, going through scenarios, and what happens if we cut this guy or keep this guy or extensions or free agency? What happens if we do sign these people or don't sign them? Who are we going to push out? Do they have guaranteed money? What's the dead money? All the different ways that the offseason can go, and you just have to be prepared for everything.
3: So the Browns right now are in a bit of a cap mess, but we know how – you know the, the cap gymnastics that could possibly take place to get them back under. What goes into those cap gymnastics, as everybody has started to call them, to make it that these teams can still spend money in free agent, even though right now it looks a little uglier on a cap number?
0: Andrew, still there? Oh, man. All right, we'll reconnect with him. Andrew, if you can hear us, we're going to recall you. Yep, we'll call uh, you right back. How do we all know that feeling, too? We're like, I wonder if they're still there. So we're going to give him a buzz back.
3: And it was one of those, I asked that question, I was like, did I ask a really stupid question? <laughs> did I, did I take him off and now he just hung up on me because I asked a really dumb question? Because I might have.
0: Hey, don't sell yourself short. It was a tremendously stupid question. <laughs> no, I actually thought it was a really good question. I was like, I was like, is he taking time to think about this answer? I thought, or I, was, is he?
3: I, thought I was like, oh, God, did I just offend Andrew Brandt? <laughs> he works for my favorite team. It is one of my favorite people to read when he talks about him. <laughs>
0: I You know, you don't think about that like what he had brought up in the first answer about just how much goes on right now that, like, we're not – there's nothing to cheer about, right? Like, mm-hmm. if you're cheering you're at home, you're like, oh, I just read the story. Yay! You know, you're not at the stadium. I, I It is amazing to me how the NFL, a league that now plays 17 games and then maybe four playoff games, three, four playoff games, can just absolutely dominate the news cycle – for 365 days a year.
3: Do you realize we've had one week off in between the Super Bowl? Okay, next week everybody is going to meet at a stadium and convention center in Indianapolis and we will have a week of NFL news all because guys who may possibly be drafted are going to run around in their underwear and that you can't see through, thank goodness, and can actually and are going to lift weights And are going to throw footballs, and that's going to build two weeks of content, and then free agency is going to start, and then that's a good chunk of content that's going through there, and then I'll go a step further. That Then the schedule release will come out. We already know the teams that all these teams are going to play. I'm going to tell you, can I just be be honest with you?
0: In some ways, I think schedule release is the most overrated thing in the history of sports. It is so... because we know who the opponents are. All right. Andrew's back. Let's bring Andrew back. He is on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. Yeah. Hi, Andrew. I got to tell you, Dan is. Dan was like, I think I asked the dumbest question ever when he was trying to get <laughs> hold you. And then because we, we couldn't hear you. So, all right. Where were no, we? Oh, sorry.
2: That's, oh, it's not oh, your You're home. fine, yeah. man. You're
3: fine. I was just yeah, wondering, like,
2: service. I just, you know, just the cap maneuvers are not that difficult when you think about just changing bonus. I'm sorry, changing salary to bonus makes it prorated. That means you only have the prorated portion on your cap. This year, you push out the rest. Well, I always call it short-term gain for long-term pain. Mm. And you see teams like the Saints and Rams and Raiders always have to do that. The Browns have relied on Deshaun Watson's contract the past couple of years to create all that cap room. One day, they will have a surplus where they can just load the $46 million into that year. But at this point in their and they're they're still pushing out that pain.
0: I I want to ask you about some other things going on in the NFL. It feels like here in Cleveland, uh, because of the way Philadelphia's schedule is laid out, that that game two of the season on a Friday night could easily be the Browns and Philadelphia in Brazil. I'm just curious Hmm. your thoughts on that, what it means for the team uh, to have to make that travel down to Brazil um, there's a good chance, you know, the the Browns are going to be on the road for two weeks because we've got a big concert coming up. So that's going to knock out the stadium for the next week. Um, just just your general thoughts on the NFL trying to play a game in Brazil, and what if it's your team? What does that mean?
2: Well, the Packers, we resisted, and the entire time I was there to go to London or go to overseas. London was primarily the place then because it upsets. Football people are very rigid and routine and it upsets the routine. And listen, I don't think it's a big deal with the, the, the way that teams travel. It's hard to believe that's really going to upset things. The good thing about game two, meaning the second game overall of the season mm-hmm. is that there's a week off before, as you know, there's only three preseason game now. And of course you'd have 10 days before the next game. So I don't know. You know, I think this is where we are. We have 17 games now. I think eventually we're going to get to a point where the 17th game for everyone is an overseas game. So this is the natural evolution of that. And the NFL, frankly, doesn't have much empathy for teams complaining about schedule because they all end up being eight home games, eight away games, or whatever it is. So...
3: Andrew, when they're looking to – and Andrew Brandt joining us, of course, from sportsillustrated.com. You can follow him on Twitter, at Andrew Brandt. The Sunday 7 is always outstanding. A great read uh, along the way as well from Andrew every single Sunday in your email inbox. So what would be the other countries that could possibly be on there, be a a place that the – NFL could look. I mean, there, You know, Brazil was kind of out of left field for a chunk of us. You know, Mexico City made some level of sense when they decided to hold the Chiefs game there. Of course, London, of course, Germany and all that stuff. Is there like another hotbed of football that we're not thinking of that the NFL would want to go to?
2: Well, it's all about revenue, of course, as it always is with the NFL. We're trying to open up these markets. The domestic market will eventually tap out. You think that's impossible with the incredible latin fatuation americans have for the nfl but media rights are already 110 billion over 10 years it's gone crazy but everybody wants more revenue so where that's going to come from is overseas yeah they've tapped into london you know i was involved with the world league and nfl europe barcelona dragons they cheered at the wrong times they did (laughs) the wave the entire game long they didn't understand it they didn't care to understand it but they're talking about madrid And it's a much more sophisticated than it was back then. They're talking about Asia eventually and Australia eventually. And they are frankly jealous of the NBA where basketball is much more of a global sport than the NFL. And I think it's hard because American football is hard to understand. It really, I went to the Germany game chiefs dolphins in November and Germany is a sophisticated football audience, but they're looking around like, "What does is, what is this mean? A man in mo- – legal man downfield?" Or two- I mean, they they're like, "What?" You know, it's it's not an easy game to understand. So there has to be a learning curve.
0: Hmm. Um, Andrew, I just I want to go back to something you said in the beginning of the conversation about being an agent. And can you like can you explain to fans why you know we all think about the combine about guys running around in underwear? But there are just so many meetings going on behind the scenes. And walk me through it from a, I, I, you can either side. I'd like from an agent's perspective, when you're trying to represent a bunch of clients and you're trying to get meetings. And so, what is that like?
2: Yeah, well, I'll say it this way I went, I've, you know, I'm never going back to the combo and I've had my lifetime quota.
0: <laughs> you can't do any more it. St. Elmo's. You've had enough shrimp cocktails. Yeah, say. Okay.
2: yeah. 20, probably 10 is an agent, 10 with a team. And as a team, I'll just say this at the Packers, you know, I'm staying at whatever hotel I would set up shop in the corner of the end zone. I'm sort of the corner of the hotel lobby. (laughs) And and then I look over there. Oh, there's the Chiefs people. And over there. Oh, there's the Broncos people. There's the Lions staff over there. Different corners of the hotel. I went to 10 combines as a Packer and I didn't see one workout and I was busy as hell. Wow. Because you have, you have your own agents talking about extensions. You're talking about, unfortunately, pay cuts. You're talking about releases. You're talking about big new contracts for them, etc. And then you have the free agent agents where you're, you know, you can avoid any tampering by just talking about, Hey, I see your guy's going to be free. What would you be looking for? That's not tampering. And then of course, I got frustrated because at Packers we weren't too big into free agency, but I would see our agents for pending free agents be shopping around the whole time. And I couldn't even get on their dance card. And I'm the team that has them, you know? So that was frustrating. As an agent, you have your college kids now, your draftables. So you're selling them to everyone. And then whatever you have in the market, you're really trying to get those meetings with the teams. Sometimes they're uncomfortable meetings, too, because this is when you as an agent or you as a team would sit down with a player that's unhappy, unhappy about his situation there, his contract, his team, the way they use him. That's the time to have those meetings. So it's nonstop on the business side. And then, of course, the scouts are all looking at the workouts.
3: Andrew Brandt joining us. That's fascinating in itself that that much stuff is going on there without you even seeing a snap of football. Is that just due to having everybody in the same place at the same time, or are those conversations that are follow-ups to phone calls you've had earlier in the year?
2: I think it's what you said. That's the football convention. You know, a month earlier, as we know, is the Super Bowl. That's kind of the corporate convention on the football side. That's where you get together and you sort of have cocktail parties with your colleagues on the team side and you go to the commissioner's party. Uh, but in the business football side, where all the agents are, that's where, that's what the combine is. And I'll say this, you know, the combine is the start of free agency. I just talked about tampering. You know, there are agents for the big time free agents. They leave the combine. They know what they know what they're doing. They know who they're signing with and for how much that's the reality. You don't walk away from the combine and then go to free agency two weeks later and have no idea. Of course they know. And they'll pre-qualify the offers. So they'll walk out of the combine knowing I've got three teams that are going to give me 15 a year with a signing bonus of 35. It's done. And then it just becomes which team is going to really step up. So this all happens at the combine.
0: Uh, Andrew, for Browns fans, I'm just curious your take on Andrew Berry and the job that he's done here, and um, can you evaluate? And and how should Browns fans feel about their general manager right now? It's a tough spot to be in sometimes.
2: Yeah, and I'm a I'm a biased fan because I'll tell you what, <laughs> I uh, little personal aside, I have a home at a place called the Greenbrier Resort, and the the, the Browns, uh, pseudo home of the Browns, right? Yeah, we was there this summer? I got to spend some time with Kevin, who's a Philly guy. I'm a Philly guy. We got got along really well, and, and I was massively impressed with Andrew Berry. Just just a uh, an easy guy to be with, a guy that is businesslike and and cerebral, but also understands the football side, and just the fact that they were at the Greenbrier after a tough year the year before where they could sort of get together early and bond and just have this sort of away experience before they got into real training camp, that was his design. And I was really impressed with him and the whole thing. Listen, this team overperformed. Everybody knows that. has the coach of the year. I think everybody's got to feel good about it.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game.
2: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new
4: Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: That's fair. I, I, I always, uh, from a fan's perspective, we sit here we say, hey, look at the move Andrew Barry, Barry made here. Look at the move that he made there. But I don't, you know, we're not watching him on Sunday. We're watching the results of action with pens on paper, right? to see what he's been able to do. And I, I, I like everything that, you know, it, there's some, t- the Deshaun Watson deal is still yet to be written, right? The history on yeah. this and what it means for the organization, but for everything else, I, I, Andrew seems like he's, he's hit all the right buttons.
2: Yeah. And I think, you know, listen, I just praised him. I was, as you know, a huge critic of the team about Deshaun, not so much signing the player, although that can be heavily criticized, but the fact that they gave him a contract that if you're on the player side, you're like, Oh my God, here we are. We've arrived at Nirvana, but no one has copied it. So Jimmy Haslam has taken a lot of heat from his peers about a fully secured five-year contract and nobody has replicated it. So we've had a pushback from the ownership side about that deal Not Lamar Jackson, not Joe Burrow, not Jalen Hurts, not Justin Herbert. None of them have approached five years guaranteed. So this has set a mark, and they have been a, a target for people on the management side to say, what the hell are they doing? But everyone's clapped back on that structure.
3: Does that surprise you that no one has matched it?
2: Yes and no. I was, you know, saying this could be the opening. Everybody asks me all the time, why don't NFL have guaranteed contracts like NBA, like Major League Baseball? And I said, because somebody's got to break the seal. And then this guy broke the seal. (laughs) But the owners, you can call it collusion, you can call it business, whatever it is, they decided not on their watch because they don't want to start the precedent that Watson hoped to create. So now it's not precedent, guys. It's an aberration. So maybe folks aren't as mad
0: at the Haslams as they were when it first happened. Drew? No, probably not. It's a great call. Hey, Andrew, thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, Enjoy your time here. And, of course, we're always catching up to see what you're doing. Sports Illustrated, Andrew Brandt, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Andrew Brandt, of course, on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. Hotline when we come back. College football playoffs. Could they expand again?
4: Ah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's
2: Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe.